after this podcast is recorded, I'm actually going to um, London. Oh, London? London? <laughs> Do you want to know why I'm going to London? Uh, I don't, actually. I don't give a shit. It's because last weekend it was my birthday. Oh, here we bloody go. I turned 30 and my mum, God love Gail, um, she uh, has got me tickets to go and see Abba Voyage. So I'm going... Shut up, Gail. (laughs) Go home, Gail. So I've got me, my mum, Gail, my auntie Karen, who's the furthest away from being a Karen you could ever find. She loves camp. You're going to Abba Voyage with with the girls. Yeah, with the girls. She loves a fizzy rosé, I'll tell you that now. <laughs> she does. Are and you getting um, Are you getting pissed before, during, yeah, after? Yeah, I'm a little bit of secky before. My sister's going to be there. And my, you know, every family has one of these, a fake auntie. That's, yeah. you, you call an auntie. So I've got Auntie Carol. She, we're not was related. She like, um, was she like a dinner lady? Did she work with your mom? She, I think just good friends. My mum and her used to live together. And I remember Carol telling me a story about my mum when she uh, when they lived together. And uh, mum was sleep talking and had her hand trapped in a drawer saying, it's trying to get me. It's going to get me. I don't know why <laughs> I need to tell you that. But uh, there we are. That's the fun that... Um... And what's her name? Carol. Auntie Carol. Auntie Carol. Hello. I think you'd like me, Mum Gail. You know, she runs a little cafe in my hometown. And where's your hometown? It's Market Drake and it's Midlands, you know. So, you know, I'm a right. Midlands gal like yourself. Will I get a free coffee? You will. I can assure that. She what? does like really good milkshakes, you know, like proper oh. wi- uh, Mr. Whippy ice cream milkshakes. And what's the bake situation at this cafe? Like, what's the bake? She cook? So she's got, um, so cake wise, you've got your carrot cake. Stunning, that's all I need to know. I'm a carrot cake it's girl. Carrot cake. Really nice I love carrot, a carrot cake. cake. Um, some cheesecake. Uh, she does a nice gluten-free chocolate um, cake, but you know, it's moist. All homemade. All homemade. Oh, yeah. So you, you don't mess about, <laughs> okay? Oh, this is just <laughs> we found our found our sponsor. <laughs> Me mum's calf. It's the Let's hideout. The hideout want, in Market Drayton. <laughs> I want Auntie Carol on the pod. Right, okay. I can see it. She'd love that. You're going to meet me, Auntie Carol, because I know it's my birthday. And I know you're going on about it, but it's my party next week and you're going to see her. I'm not coming. <laughs> Your what? face. What? <laughs> Your face. Well, so many people looking forward to meeting you. My housemate, Oliver... <laughs> And Charlotte, they're both buzzing to meet you because they've heard us doing the podcast. Welcome to the meet and greet. <laughs> you should charge a fiver or a drink. I'm not engaging in conversation until you get me a drink. Um, excuse me, can you see that rope? Yes, don't cross it. <laughs> Any dicky stomachs this week? Not dicky stomachs, but I've just felt a little bit dicky. <laughs> I think it's... I bet you have, darling. <laughs> no, you know what? I think it's the weather and it's just really mm. knocked me for six. I just haven't felt a human all week. I just... You know what? I'm at that age now. I have said to you that like, I'm considerably older than you. And I just feel the weekends now, like back in the day, I used to go out partying, staying mm. up till 4am. Now I'm just like, oh, I'll have a good sleep. Oh, we'll have to do something good for your 60th next year. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nasty girl. <laughs> 30 doesn't suit you, darling. (laughs) Such a salty mare. Right, shall we get on with it? (laughs) We have to, Bab, we have to. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. Megalia Original Podcast. Welcome to Fancy Another Pod. 
I would say it's the last one, but it's not. It's not, it just never ends. It's never going to end. Do you know, when, never I thought, gonna end. when I thought we were interviewing Farida and Big Brother all those months ago, who knew that we'd be sat here doing I this? I know, we were like, yeah, let's have a camp fun chat with Farida, and then it just snowballed. Oh, this is it, and now here we are, committed <laughs> to recording this every week. <laughs> and no matter how hard I try to stop, <laughs> I keep crawling no, back. I, I don't want to speak to you for... <laughs> About a month after this. Tough, tough. We've got Drag Race, The Apprentice, and your favourite, Dancing on Ice. Oh, God. Look, we need to talk about this. I think I feel we need to have a sit-down and a plan. We need to talk, um, obviously, final week of The Traitors. Let's go for Wednesday, Thursday first. It, it, well, it, it could have gone either way, going into that final day. I, well, you know what's really annoyed me? A lot of people saying, oh, the last three episodes were boring. Well, come on, darling. Like, it's the final. This is the bit where it's all tying up now. Mm. I was fascinated by it all. I was on the edge of my seat. I loved it. That finale. I genuinely thought I was. I had my heart in my mouth. And on Friday night, I genuinely thought when Andrew beelined it for uh, Jazz, I thought, this is yeah. it. We can do I this. I kind of wish we were in like a pub. You know how like the lads watch like the World Cup? Mm. I really felt like that's how they must feel mm. every like four years. Do you know there were cinema screenings? Cinema yeah. screenings across the UK. Like, I don't know if a reality show has ever hit that peak other than Gareth Gates versus Will Young um, and in You're Pop right, Idol. actually. You're like, this felt very much like, you know, like when X Factor was on its heyday? Yeah. And you everyone had, was like, who's going to win? You had Andy um, in the CD factory, ready yeah, to Andy press Peters, the big yeah. Andy Peters, he was ready. It felt like that. We needed that. Yeah, I loved it. It's like, it's... So great that the traders has brought real reality TV back because yeah. it's normal everyday people with everyday jobs who are just going to go back to their normal lives after this. Mm. And it's that kind of reality show where everyone's watching at the same time. There's so many tweets and so many people sharing their experiences of just how important it was that everyone was watching something at the same time. Mm. And you just forget how beautiful that moment is. Oh, it's stunning. Emotions running high as well going into that final uh, end game. And... You know, I know we saw Molly was very upset with everything that happened, but every single person that's come out of that, it's all water under the bridge for all of them, which I think is really actually quite nice to watch. None of them are coming out and slagging each other off. They're yeah. all, every contestant, and even in the first series, they're all coming out and saying how, as soon as they leave that round table, it's just the game. I think, I think the producers of the show and anyone who's looking after them after the show ends are kind of reiterating that it is a game show. So don't take things too personally. And Harry played an incredible game. Love him or hate him. Mm. He played right. the game show. Do you know what I mean? Now, we spoke to Charlotte earlier in the week after she was banished. And she was a faithful. But she did say that she wanted to be a traitor. And I think she would have been a great traitor. She would have been phenomenal. And I think she had one of the best roundtable kind of banishments. Like, I'd hate to be banished after, like, a boring roundtable. <laughs> Having an iconic banishment. She went out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Definitely. Let's listen to our chat from earlier this week. Tell us about your journey. How does it feel now you're not under the pressure of the round table anymore? <laughs> it's fantastic. And I'm not limited how much wine I can drink. So it's even better. <laughs> Just make sure the wine isn't from Miles. <laughs> I know. I know. The, like the night after. Uh, no, I think, yeah, it was when Miles, was it when Miles got away? Miles got banished and I ran to the bar afterwards, didn't I? I was running. And then I was like, I'm not pouring anyone a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we need to talk about like the round tables because I feel like you got wrapped so much into that. There was so much drama around those round tables. What is it like when you sat there having to make those decisions? And it feels like a lot of the time people were going in with a, a dead sure answer of who they're going with and then totally change. 
Yes, that's the thing. Anytime anything can change and it's really nerve wracking for me. I was just like, I'd go in there and think, right, okay, you're okay. You've, you've done like negotiations and everything in your job, you'll be fine. But you can go in and someone hasn't shared a piece of information. And if they haven't shared it, then you're like, oh, that that seems like better information than what I've got now. So you, you and you, we really don't know anything. It's very, very difficult to spot. Um, and it's very easy to go on personalities like, oh, you're a big personality, so you must be one. Or oh, you're really quiet, so you're hiding something. So it's hard. You, you can't shout too much at a table, though, because you're a threat. It, <laughs> that, so that what, whole, yeah. There's nothing enjoyable. <laughs> what I loved about your game plan is, and we saw this in the, the last episode that you were in, you weren't having conversations off the round table. You were like, no, actually, I'll save it for the round table. Do you think that was part of your downfall? Because people were like, what is she trying to hide? Is she trying to catch people off guard? Um, yeah, maybe. But I also had seen people have conversations and formulate reasons and answers to then go to the table and answer back. And I'd seen that with maybe Paul. Um, I'd obviously thought he was a traitor and just stayed close to him. But I'd also seen people like Jazz talk to him, up, like, you know, in the castle, and then go to the table and Paul was prepared with something to say. So in my mind, I was thinking, well, I'm just going to answer to all of you on the spot and show that I've got nothing. I don't need to know what you're going to ask me because I've got nothing to hide. But I um, I also think when you get to that point, if there's anyone who can shout there's something negative about how they're playing so they might be a traitor, if if the spotlight isn't on you, you're going to go with it, aren't you? I'm not saying that they're like, I knew you weren't definitely. But if they don't know and someone's saying they think they do, you're going to go with something because you can't just opt to not write a name down. You've got to write a name down. So, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. And I think, you know, me and Jasmine were going at each other. It would have gone one or the other way. But she is she's fire. She should be a solicitor. She's like really good. <laughs> i tell you what, what's really surprising is it, it is it, I now understand why it must have been so hard to vote for Paul. Because we've been watching for weeks being like, why aren't they voting Paul? It's so obviously him. And he came into Gadia the other week, and uh, well, last week, and he was so charming. I couldn't believe it. I wouldn't want to vote for him. No, and this is the thing. Like, after the dungeons, I was pretty certain he was. And my gameplay, always from the beginning, I think it was even released to press, I'm going to get close to someone who I think is a traitor so that I don't get murdered. Um, that isn't the reason I was friends with Paul. As she said, he's super, super charming, and he is a laugh a minute. He just cracks a joke. He's dry, <laughs> he's witty. He's a real charismatic person. And he, he did take like a bit of a big brother role for me. He was always like checking in on me that I was okay. Cause I, I took it really hard when I got it wrong. I would get quite upset about it, feeling like I'd ended someone's journey. Um, particularly when you hear the reasons of why people want this money, like, you know, you realize you've ended that dream for them. And if they're a faithful, you feel bad about that. So, um, so he was really supportive in that sense. And, um, but it was so dodgy. Like to me, I thought it was just so <laughs> obvious he was a traitor, but I just thought, well, I don't want to get murdered. So I was like, everyone, he is super, he's a hundred percent faithful. And it's so funny seeing the response of viewers as it builds, as they're going, she's so stupid. How could she not know? And I'm like, oh, you wait, you wait. <laughs> I'm playing the game, playing the long game. Well, um, we've, um, we've seen the traitors at the moment and it seems though they've only murdered women so far. And they've only yeah. recruited male players. You seem yeah. to have such a strong alliance with Diane, Jasmine, mm -hmm. some of the other women players in, around the round table. Yeah. If you were to go back in as a traitor, would you kind of have girl power on your side, do you reckon? Harry, I think Harry has um, has has taken people that he can manipulate. 
I don't think it's a boys club. I don't think he's got it. They're not misogynistic guys. You, you've you met Paul. They are actually very lovely. female empowering. So lovely. So lovely. And I can get why people are worried about it. And Claudia's comment was fire. I loved it. Like <laughs> yeah. she said, another man's like the old days. Um, <laughs> I loved that so much. And I was like, I shared it immediately when I saw it on Twitter. But no, I think I think Harry's been smart. He's picked some people that he knows would absolutely hate to do the job and so therefore wouldn't be confident doing it. Harry knows if he'd picked me, I would have relished it and I probably would have tried to get him out. So I don't think, I think Diane is a strong character. I think Jasmine is a strong character. Me and Jasmine had a really strong alliance. And then we we almost, as women, attacked each other because it was like, well, you're a strong woman and I'm a strong woman. So one of us has got to be a traitor. And that's it how was, it came. It was literally like the last scene of Lion King when Scar and <laughs> Simba are fighting you, Jasmine. I was like, no, I literally tweeted. Because I was like, sisters, so don't do this. <laughs> I know, we were so, so close. And then, like, and we we bounced so many theories, and like, we we used to be like this across the room to each other all the time. And then suddenly, it was like we just didn't talk. Here we come. And this is what makes me think: if I if if I could choose strong people, I'd be like, obviously, I'd go Diane, you be banging, uh, Jazz, you be banging. But the problem is, we are all strong characters, and at some point, we would have turned on each other or had to, or we would have been suspicious. We would. And so, I actually think Harry's picking the right people I probably would have done something similar mm. I would have definitely took Charlie because she's my girl and um, we need to talk yeah. about uh the cutaways between like when you're all going through who's going to get murdered and the famous b-roll some, <laughs> some of our <laughs> listeners what their random hobby would be did you choose having a bath I mean, honestly, it was just after the catapult challenge and we muscles were aching. And in our accommodation, we didn't have a bath. So when they said it, I was like, yeah, I'll have a bath. And obviously I was dressed under there, guys. I wasn't really naked. But no, I was, I'm I'm a poker player. And um, they said, right, you know, get some nice pajamas or whatever. And then what we want you to do is we want you to go, um, we want you to go in and you're going to be playing cards or flipping or doing something like that. So I was like, okay. And then you're going to get into bed, job done. Okay, cool, ready. Get there. Nora, her name is. I keep saying her name because I want her to know that she's responsible for this scene. She was fantastic. <laughs> she went, I've got a really good idea. Do you want to get in a bath? And I was like, yeah, go on then. Female empowerment, I'll do it. So, um, so yeah, so we, so we had a bath. Um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a body confident person. I'm really not. I really, really, bad. really, really don't. No, I'm not. And I, I really, for me, it was quite a big deal. Like, you know, I, in front of friends and family, I don't care. But to go and put myself out there like that, that mm. was quite a big deal for me. So, um, yeah. And I know there's a few people that were like, oh, she's asked for it. Or this is that uh, this is like not in tune with the show. And I'm sort of thinking, well, there was bath scenes last season and there's bath scenes this season and the guys are not getting this, you know. So give some praise to the girl instead of the negativity. Look, for I've, me, only, I was just... I've only seen positive comments and we were all obsessed. We were like, yes, Charlotte, we love it. <laughs> yeah. I was just living my best life. If I feel crap on a day, I just kind of think, right, get that get that B-roll up and have a look. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Something to look... I don't think I've ever looked that sexy before. Uh, honestly, <laughs> it, looks, it looks stunning. I loved Charlotte. She was one of my favourites, and I'm so glad that she um, hasn't kind of got too bogged down by some of the comments. You were flirting with her. Flirting, I love her. I love her. And you, you know what? Beautiful. Love that what? in the back. <laughs> What's going on here? Get a room. 
an LGBTQ plus queen. I know, Another I one it. who we, no one knew and then she kind of just came out on the show, really. And <laughs> well, another person in the LGBTQ plus community we're rooting for was Ross. We were hoping he was going to avenge his mo- uh, his mother's death. <laughs> Look, can we... And... I loved Ross. He did. He had one of the most iconic moments of the series, that wink. He was part of the, but Ross is, but mm. I'm sorry, Ross. You were a traitor for what? Less than two hours? Mm. And you were shit. <laughs> Do you know what it, rem- <laughs> you know it reminded me of? You know when, like, you work in retail and you end up, like, getting someone from a different store to come and cover for, like, two or three hours? Yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> that episode was like, oh, we've just got the cover girl in to oh, go and do. Oh, God. I think he's probably gone down in history as, like, the shortest reigning traitor, traitor ever. <laughs> I know. And he did nothing. But do you know what? He was, he was really lovely. We did catch up with him and he has no regrets about his time. Here's our chat from Ross earlier in the week. Joining yeah. us on the show, it isn't Diane, but Ross says. Is. <laughs> oh, you need to work on that accent, I'm telling you. <laughs> Go on, try, train us. Go on, give us a good Diane. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Well, Paul just couldn't be my son, but Ross says. Well, that's well, a bit Scottish, actually. I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross, how was your traitor's adventure? That was a whirlwind end to your story on the show. I know, I know. Oh, do you know what? It's been it's been so much fun, and obviously doing it with mum and like none of us could have expected like what was going to happen and the fact that the whole of the UK was going to adopt her as their own mother so you know <laughs> I've gained like seven million brothers and sisters it's been it's been great <laughs> now we need we need to talk about the secret because that was like probably one of the most iconic moments of the show where Diane said Paul couldn't possibly be Muslim but Ross is how was it like keeping that secret under wraps because obviously you were together on the train on the on the way to the castle um, was it difficult keeping that secret? Did you nearly slip up? Did you all, like sometimes nearly call a mum or? Um, no, do you know what? Like that part of it, I, it wasn't hard to call Diane at all. I don't, I don't know what it says about our relationship, um, but that part of it wasn't hard. I think the only bit that was was hard was like, like listening to her stories. You know, if I'm if I was in the room with her, like we all know how she is, right? Like she just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks, talks, talks. And it's very hard to get a word in. And obviously, like being her son, um, I've heard all the stories before. And obviously, if she talks about her family, which she does because she loves talking about her family and and the rest of it, then it's very hard for me to join in that conversation. So as much as we were like staying apart to not draw attention to ourselves anyway we're also staying apart because i didn't want to listen to any stories again that i'd already heard a million times you know what i mean so it was like that part of it of just like being her son um you've lived so, through it you've lived through it you don't do it again <laughs> you know what i've spent it's been 29 years to be honest with you it's been, <laughs> it's just been uh, <laughs> um, you had some fun with in terms of like speaking about the rose but there was one iconic moment which no one else in the show knew about, but yourself and us as viewers. That wink, <laughs> you were having some fun <laughs> in your little world of Ross. You're like, I know. I know what's going on. Tell us about that. Like, what what else did you do that probably didn't make it to camera? Yeah, do you know what? I've been asked this a lot, and like because we filmed it so long ago, I I'd actually forgotten I'd done the wink. 
to be honest with you. So it was, it was, it was a surprise to me. Like I knew I was doing stuff and I think that was the only wink I did, but I was definitely looking at the camera, you know, whether it was like, I did a little dig at mum. I mean, I didn't do it for the roast one, but there was loads of different little digs and lines that I put in there. And I would always just give the camera a little look if I could, if I could. I'm going to be honest, Ross, you got a bit of gay Twitter hot under the collar. I'm not going to lie you with did. those wigs. Oh, I know. Do you know what? <laughs> My girlfriend is mad. <laughs> <laughs> Too many men sliding into your DM. Ring for us. Do you know, I know there was some comment that um, someone put that just went, oh, all the good ones are straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we need to ask about breakfast because I feel like that's one of the most stressful parts of being on uh, The Traitors is coming in. Who's been murdered? And uh, right up until the end, you had the stress of not knowing what was going on. Uh, what was it like going down for breakfast when you became a traitor? Um, well, my one in particular was, was particularly stressful. I can't lie because... <laughs> Zach was just, you know, absolutely gunning for me before I could even have a sip of coffee. So that one in particular was a stressful one. Um, I didn't think it was going to be that stressful, obviously. I, but I think I just had a special case, right? Like, it's not, it wouldn't normally be that, uh, you know, kind of crazy. But I think when it's at that late stage of the game as well, anyone's looking for anything to pin on anyone. And Zach had... Uh, you know, a good theory, like a wrong theory. He was wrong, but it was a good theory. And, you know, I just started seeing anyone that kind of, because my name really wasn't on anyone's radar, but the theory was solid. And I think at this point, everyone was just clutching at straws. So mm. jumping on the bandwagon and I could just feel, especially throughout the day, like I could just feel that energy um, just turning on me a little bit, you know, because I was so friendly with everyone and and we really got on and, you know, I'm, I'm I'm kind of like a bundle of energy at the best of times. And, and, but whenever you feel like people are kind of turning their back on you a little bit, you're just, you know, it, I knew do my you time. Think if, do you think if you were to live your time again in traitors, you would have accepted the invitation to become a traitor or do you think you would carry on as a faithful? Uh, I don't know, really. I think, it, I don't know. It's a hard one because like I had, we, me and mom had so much fun uh, with our little secret relationship going on that I think if I was a traitor, we we wouldn't have had those moments because, or maybe we would. Oh, I don't know. It's so hard. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> You're out of the game now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know. It's like PTSD. I'll just be like rocking in the corner after this. <laughs> One thing I need to ask, talking about PTSD and trauma, you went to your own mother's funeral. What was that like? <laughs> that was that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh oh it was such a mixture of emotions, you know. It was it was like I wasn't there thinking it was real, but at the same time it had like deeper connotations. Um but then at the same time I couldn't be too emotional because then the other contestants would have like thought that was a bit weird. Um because you know me and Diane weren't necessarily that close. So if they're going why is Ross crying in the corner and like stroking <laughs> yeah. man's hair? Well, we spoke to um, we spoke to Miles, who was saying that he had his own like main character energy because he was like responsible for it. We were like, well, little did you know, her son was stood right next to you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. And like, I texted him after and you know made sure that he didn't feel 
obviously bad about that at yeah. all and, and same with mum as well like it, it is just a game and it, it, we knew it was and and I think mum's has said this before like we've got actors in the family and we we've seen all sorts go on in the family so yeah it, it was it was it was a mixture of emotions really um and but you know the funny thing was in that moment like that day that funeral procession was happening that day no matter what so it was random that Miles gave mum the poison chalice. Well, not random, like, but mum could have been murdered prior to that or whatever. And then that chalice would have gone to someone else. So the funeral would have been for someone else. Do you, do you get where I'm going? So yeah. it it was by complete chance that it just so happened that it was a mum getting put in the coffin and her son was at the, at the procession. Oh, I love you, Ross. Oh, Stunning. Well, and you know what? Talking about iconic roundtables and banishments, Ross, obviously, mm. it was going to be iconic if he was going to announce something on that. He felt podium. the heat at the end. I, when he got a little bit like tough towards Andrew, I thought, hey, up. Oh. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. First it was the wink and that, oh, <laughs> bit of fire there, Ross. Love that. So uh, you're unfollowing Paul and going after Ross. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Paul. You're old. You're old. You've, years got, now. you've got a little thing about traitors here, haven't you? Uh, well, apart from Brian, I love Brian. Do you know what? It was the rap party on Friday, um, and I messaged someone that we work with to obviously interview all the people on the team saying, Give my love to Brian. Kiss, kiss. She went, I will. I've not I heard mess- back from him. I slid it to Brian's DMs as well and was like, give my love to Sonia. Oh. <laughs> she didn't see it coming. Uh, no, she's I not the clairvoyant, it's Tracy. <laughs> You've got your white women mixed up. <laughs> I'll tell you who else I've got mixed up. <laughs> Zach with Ray. Right. Right, look, we chatted to Jasmine and Zach, who, can I just say, seem to be a really wonderful duo. Yeah, they do. And that is water under the bridge for them too. I mean, I want to say this, but I also don't want to because it's going to be like competition for us. But I think they've got a podcast in their future. Look. (laughs) Maybe we can do week on, week off with those two. Maybe. I could do it with the break. That's an idea. That's an idea. Get my feet up. (laughs) But when you introduce, we've put the video on our Instagram. Go follow us. Fancy another pod. Fancy a pod on Instagram, right? Yeah. It is. Uh, Go follow us. Um, You forgot his name. <laughs> and because we only had a very small window to chat to them, we I couldn't be to... like, let's, we had to go with it. Should we, should, never... instead of explaining it, should we just play it? And then you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, God. It's Jasmine, am right? Yay! <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. But Give it you, up like... for Jasmine and... <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can, can see sit. your face melting. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Even his face is like, was... what? <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating throughout the rest of that interview. I wanted to die. I just... And then I wanted you to... knowing I... that I've just called Zach. <laughs> I wanted you to die. I was like, what oh, have you just done? It was awful. But the worst oh. thing is, it came back to me so quick, because as soon as I did that, I went, Zach, we need the to... The worst do- thing was, you were calling him Zach three seconds before we started the chat. I know, and then I just... It just went. But they were brilliant. <laughs> Zach and Jasmine were brilliant. And I said to you, like, Jasmine was one of my fave players, so mm. I was gutted for her, but I'm glad she hasn't taken it too bad. Should we uh, listen to the rest of the yeah. chat? Here's our chat with... Jasmine and... <laughs> <laughs> it's Jasmine and Ryan! Yay! Zach. 
Yeah, well, you cottoned onto the whole plot of the traitors. What is your um, uh, regrets of not speaking up sooner? Is there any, any regrets you have in the experience? I don't think my regret was ever not speaking up sooner. I think my regret was speaking up too much. <laughs> I think I just had the said exactly what I was thinking all the time, whether it was going to play against me or play for my game. Um, but yeah, I just, I just, I was so close for the completely wrong reasons. Well, I mean, you've obviously, uh, you've obviously watched it all back now. I mean, we have to congratulate you, Zach, because. You're the only faithful to take a traitor out because it was all traitor and traitor on traitor violence up until that point. So well done. Thanks. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I feel like I've kind of ruined everything. What? Zach, come on. It's no. a, it was a shield play. It was a shield play in episode, episode 10, I think, or episode 9, where I was like, oh, it's got to be Ross. And then it completely played to Harry's hands. And now he's got like an alibi to go all the way. Well, you've got to be proud to have made it that far because in the early episodes, I was like, yeah, he's a dead man walking. I thought you weren't <laughs> going to make it. You were you were rubbing people up the wrong way. You were saying stuff out and about. So well done for getting that far. What was it like in the early days? Because you were rubbing people up the wrong way. You were kind of making a run for your own back. Was there like a strategy in that or were you just kind of talking too much? Yeah, I think I, I maybe I was just like a bit criminally un, like misunderstood. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think anyone really got me except Jazz. I think hey. he got me really early. <laughs> um, like when we had that chat and when, when I was scoffing the road. Yeah, yeah, you're like, hey, like, maybe just chill out a little bit. <laughs> um, my game plan was just like to go in and play it dumb, but like I played it really dumb. <laughs> so. Jasmine, we need to talk about your relationship with Ross. It felt that you were quite... Um, uh, fearless in defending Ross right up until the end. What was that initial reaction as soon as you found out that he was a traitor? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> I think I was defending myself from Zach as I had been for like, I don't know, five days. It felt like a lifetime. And Zach was like, it's you or Ross, you're a traitor. Like, over my coffee. So then I was like, okay, cool. Um, um, like it's me and Ross against Zach. And then I was like, oh, Ross is just so, so faithful. Like I can feel it. And then he got up and he said, down to my mum. And I was like, oh, okay, peak. And then it was like, oh yeah, and I'm a traitor. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> he merged his own mum. When did you find out um, that he was actually a traitor only very recently towards the end? And how did you react to that? Yeah, well, I was shocked. Like, I don't know if you saw the shot, but my face at the table was like, because it was like a double shock. It was like, Moss is a traitor and Diane's mum. The wool is pulled over my eyes. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm just sat here. It was a bad spot for me. We need to talk about the <laughs> the iconic moment of Ross winking in the car when you were like, no, she was my mum first, my mum first. What was your, when you watched that back, were you, did you feel a little bit like, damn, he got me really good? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I got along with Diane so well. So I was like, she's like my mum. And when he said that, and I was there, and I was like, you don't know Diane like I do. Yeah, literally. And then it transpired, he was like, and then he waked, I was like, oh no, he do be knowing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it was just so cheeky and it was absolutely gold. And I'm I'm thrilled to be involved in that moment, to be honest. <laughs> Did you take anything from the castle as a souvenir? Because you just mentioned the photos. I was wondering if you get to keep those photos with the cross on them. No, uh, I really asked for my photo, but like they wouldn't give it to me and I was really upset. Did you know? I wanted the bird. I wanted the big bird. <laughs> I really wanted to steal it. 
I just like having it at the corner of my room. <laughs> <Just walking around. laughs> yeah, I really wanted my photo. I'm really annoyed that I'm not allowed to have it. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, do you want to ask a final one? Yeah, the last one for me. Uh, what was your go-to item at breakfast? Smoke salmon all the way. Um, I'm Jewish. I got to stick by those roots, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Smelly. Mine was I don't know. I had some melons. <laughs> you were t- you were with Sonia then with the melon. Yeah, I was trying to be skinny. So <laughs> you just mentioned you had a cross up two minutes ago, darling. <laughs> oh my god! Speech. Everyone's going for the croissants. <laughs> You've been brilliant. Honestly, you were both fantastic to watch thank you so much thank you. oh i love them uh, i love them yeah i love them i love their um reaction video as well finding out who the traitors were yeah <laughs> they were shocked they were gagged and gooped i know they were almost as shocked as when i didn't know zach's name <laughs> let's listen to that again <laughs> it's Jasmine, everybody! yay <laughs> oh brilliant 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 now look we i know the final's over we haven't actually chatted to any of them yet. We've not. Um, next week, we are going to be chatting to the winner of Traitors. If you've not heard it yet, heard who it is. Turn down ah, now. Harry. Ah, ah, Harry. Harry. We're going to be speaking to Molly. We're going to be speaking to Andrew and Evie and Jazz. A LGBT queen. She's a lesbian, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that on Twitter? Is she out? She mentioned her wife. Oh, right. Okay, good. I, thought, I just everyone, thought you just proudly outed no, no, someone no. on the she, podcast. Um, she tweeted about her and her wife and wanting oh. a new garden and whatever. Twitter went mad. She Gay is so Twitter. obviously a faithful. That's what's so annoying about Evie. Like, she clearly was a faithful. Bless her. Oh, God. Get her on the pod. Get her on the pod. Right, um, um, but also, we're going to be talking to Jazz. And yes. I can't believe he nearly did it, but... Poor Jazz, sweet Jazz. Do you know what? He's another one. Got my eye on. Oh, here we go. He's got a wife. <laughs> yeah, Back off. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like, it's such a tart to be like a leopard print like coat, like bright red lippy, like <laughs> bruised eyes, we but are... that's just eye shadow. <laughs> we are going to be speaking to them all on a very special Wednesday episode. Very excited for that. More we're work working. For us. Yeah, we're working. Like dogs. What's this bone. about? <laughs> Uh, and then hopefully we'll try and do a little reunion if they allow us and if, if they're they asked. Yeah. Yeah. We've got um, loads of realities to look forward to in the coming months as well. The Apprentice is back. Oh, God. Oh, you'd love it, really. Shut I up. Do, you know what it is? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> i tell you what it is about The Apprentice. I love it. But it just gets very boring. I know. It's because they have 36,000 contestants <laughs> each series. Look, I will be watching it if yeah, you want me to. It's be if great. you want us to cover it, we will. Uh, what are um, we doing about Dancing on Ice? I feel like that's hanging in the balance. Look. We've done it, haven't we? <laughs> We've I've done turned, our coverage I've, of it. I've turned the freezer off. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. But look, it was, you know what? I did watch last week and it was very emotional when Adele. Was it Adele? Adele. I didn't watch she, it last um, week. I no, it was really... It was, the performance was emotional anyway, mm. but then she put on Instagram why it was so emotional. Oh, stunning. I wanted to win. End of coverage. <laughs> <laughs> CBB is coming back. It's, what? CBBC? C- 
Starring Harry's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, no, Celebrity Big Brother, apparently in a couple of weeks, they're going to start announcing bits and bobs. Very excited about that. Who do we think, who's on our prediction list? It's not going to be Philip Schofield, despite how many no. times the Daily Star put it on the front cover. Philip Schofield is not going in. Apparently, Levi Roots. I can see it. Um, and Chloe Burrows from Love Island. I can see that. Well, she did put on her TikTok last week. I'm not going into Love Island, but I will be flying back to London for something even more special. So, Ooh. come on, darling. She's been in Australia. She's back in London. I guess she's filming a VTs and stuff. Well, uh, I did hear rumours that at the start of February, there is going to be um, an advert filmed for um, Big Brother, which requires a crowd at Trafalgar Square. I heard this. So, listen, me, you, 8th of Feb. See no. you in London, darling. No, but... Um, it's going to be good. Yeah, and I hear it's going to be like start of March. So do you think they're going to do the house to... up? Do you think they're going to change the house up a little bit? I reckon so. They're going to have to fresh lick of paint. Yeah, definitely. But um, I love that house. I, thought, I feel like moving in. But we will Is be that you hinting up. towards you applying? Would you go in? It? I would love to. But I want to talk about it as well. I'd, mi- I'd miss Twitter. And I'd you miss can't break memes. the fourth wall. You can't break the fourth wall. I've Everyone always will be making said, memes about you. I've I always said... Be. If I was to go in Big Brother, I'd want to be Panto villain haters. Not like hated, but like, you know. We're well, going to have to work hard because you are hated. Right <laughs> 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 now. Um, oh. Look, we've got loads to look forward to. Um, I think we should uh, wrap that up. I think, you know, I'm done. I've got to get to London. I've got to see Amber <laughs> Voyage. It's my God. birthday. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> you got a dicky stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Galia original podcast. What hotel are you staying in? Oh, I don't know. Don't even get me started on that. My mum's bought one in Stratford. It's not even a brand. So I think I'm basically staying in someone's spare room that I've not even oh, met before. No. I've stayed in Stratford before. I stayed at the Travelodge. It was when I was touring with Beyonce back in 2014. Stunning. It was the bus ride from the O2. Oh, it was beautiful. Was it Stratford? Is that where the Olympics were? Yeah. Yeah. Stunner. Right. Oh, God. I feel like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs>